What a day, what a day, what a day. Welcome to the JT The Brick Show. You know, when you put the silver and black uniform on, you get such a surge of energy. It's time for the JT The Brick Show. And a lot of football players around the country that want to wear that silver and black. JT The Brick. When you talk about the Raiders, everyone knows you talk about the Raiders. On Raider Nation Radio 920 AM, here's your host, JT The Brick. Hour number two of the show brought to you by BillsHappen.com. Bills Happen, so when you need extra cash, go to Bills. BillsHappen.com. Are your credit cards maxed out? Do you have bad credit? You can get up to $5,000 cash as early as tomorrow. Go to BillsHappen.com. BillsHappen.com. We are exclusively just covering one thing today, obviously. The resignation of John Gruden as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. The turn of events, the timeline, what happened with the New York Times article, Wall Street Journal's coverage of emails that were unearthed during the Washington Football Club internal investigation that showed John Gruden and an email exchange with then-President Bruce Allen and what those emails showed. That's what happened, and the emails were pretty obvious, and it should be pretty obvious to everyone that he would not survive. No one would survive. No one in the NFL would survive that. Maybe, except for what Albert Breer's talking about. Albert Breer, a longtime NFL insider, just put out a tweet, 650,000 emails. John Gruden's alone leak on the NFL's selective transparency and why Daniel Snyder has been protected at all costs, even if the cost is the credibility of an eight-figure uh, investigation. So that's a different topic for a different day. We're talking about John Gruden exclusively and how he failed and what he did in those emails and why he's no longer in the NFL and the head coach of the Raiders. That's what the show's about today, and we could keep that topic going for days to come because whenever a Raider fan wants to comment on anything, they can do that. But the emails that showed racist comments, anti-gay, misogynistic attitudes from Coach Gruden brought him down. Simply that. No one would recover. No one deserves to recover. It's not about it was done in the past, period. The league cannot have this in their league. The Raiders cannot have this in their organization, even though at the time, Mark Davis, a lot of people in the organization, including myself, thought it was a great hire from a football standpoint and the character of John Gruden as we've known over the years. No one knew that John Gruden would think these thoughts and put them in an email. No one. I mean, still to this day, there are people that are great friends with him and never, ever, ever, ever saw the side. Nor would they. There would have been friends of his that would have tried to stop him. Maybe not enough of them. But if people heard this, they would have tried to straighten him out. This didn't, this didn't get uttered. This wasn't spoken to amongst his friends. I know some of his friends. I consider myself one of them. I don't spend a ton of time off the radio and out of the building with John Gruden. But when I do, it's always been casual, light. And talking about kids and family and trips and all that. Never about anything like this. So the fact that this surfaced is the reason why he's resigned or would have been fired, depending on that. And that's, believe me, that's not my issue here. Mark Davis was going to do what Mark Davis is going to do. I know Mark Davis well since long before he was the owner of the team. And I know that Mark Davis is all about inclusion. All about inclusion and trying to bring people together. You know that too. You can be critical of Mark Davis for the team's record, the relocation from Oakland, whatever you want. That's open, too. But the issue becomes, you know Mark Davis and how he grew up with Al Davis and his mom and what they believe in. 
just the way I grew up with my dad and my mom and what I believe in. So there's no need to defend Coach Gruden here. This is indefensible, period. And that's why he lost his job. And he lost the job because of his personal transgressions. All on him. And fortunately, a compliment I can pay Coach Gruden is he owns everything. He figured this out. He saw the wolves at the door. That's a term I use all the time. The wolves are at the door. They were coming to take his job. He knew it, and he resigned. Adam Schefter talked about it as he broke the news on Monday Night Football. It started on Friday when John Gruden's email about DeMora Smith, the executive director of the NFLPA, came out, and he used a racist trope to describe DeMora Smith. Now, today, the NFL said it was closely monitoring the situation and there were more emails that were sent to Las Vegas Raiders owner Mark Davis. Those emails were full of racism, homophobic slurs, sexism. He offended NFL owners, the commissioner, and the league was on standby waiting to see what Mark Davis would do. Well, about two, three hours ago, Mark Davis arrived at the Raiders facility asked to meet with John Gruden, and John Gruden is out in a development that I think everybody could see coming today from the moment the New York Times reported on those additional emails later on today that in which John Gruden insulted a whole host of people. As I said earlier, if you're joining us just for hour number two today, is that Coach Gruden checked off every box with those emails on being offensive. Every box. Every category of how you can offend people were checked off in that box, and that's why he's gone. It should be very simple, fu- uh, very simple to comment on this. It's sad. It's tragic. It's super unfortunate, and I care about his family. A lot of people care about his family. His wife, Cindy, and their kids, fabulous people. Just like if I did something that was horrible, my friends would say my wife and my kids are fabulous people. People make mistakes. They make tragic mistakes. Life is about forgiveness. We have a tough time in this country forgiving rock stars, politicians, coaches, this, that. This is a society we live in. But when you deserve your fall from grace because you made the mistake and you own it, we can all move on from it. It's going to take a while to move on from this because Coach Gruden was such a big figure. He walked in the room. Everybody knew he was in the room. His leadership qualities Now, these emails prove that he was a flawed human being and made tremendous mistakes, and he has to atone for it. And he lost his job and a lot of money, and he's probably not coming back anytime soon in another walk of life in a profession like this. But he's got to own it, and he has owned it. He resigned as the head coach of the Raiders. Your opinion, and then the rest of the week, we'll talk about how the Raiders get the season back on track. Because i got to sit here and do 12 more games, pre and post, radio shows every day, TV shows, and try to find out how we could all come together to get this train on track so we don't see 30,000 Bears fans sitting in a stadium or 35,000 Eagle fans. And, and, and the media just doesn't start kicking the Raiders in the crotch, which they love to do. They're not going to do that with the Raider fans on this Gruden issue, Coach Gruden issue. They're going to do it if the Raiders continue to lose. 3-0 and goes to 3-3. and Then the sky is falling, and then every analyst says, well, this was Gruden's fault. He derailed the team. They can't rally behind him. And that's going to hurt Coach Passaccia and Coach Bradley and Coach Cable. And that's why, once again, you're used to doing this, Raider fans, but not at this level with what happened to Coach Gruden, but you're used to 
rallying around your team, right? This is what Raider fans do. You got to do it now. You got to do it now. Maybe not today on a football standard with the game against the Broncos, but that's going to come quickly. Let's keep it going. Jay in Vegas. Thanks for waiting, Jay. Go ahead. Thanks for taking my call, JT, and uh, thanks for everything that you do uh, for giving us fans and Raider Nation a voice and an opinion. Um, to say I'm disappointed is just an understatement. I mean, I, I after your show yesterday, I took a quick little nap to get ready for Monday Night Football, and and I wake up and feel like the, the rug is just uh, pulled out from under you. I mean, uh, and that's just from a fan's, point, uh, fan's uh, standpoint. I mean, I could just imagine the organization, what they were going through in his family. It's just I don't wish bad, you know, on, on Gruden or, his, or anything like that. I, I hope he can rebound from this, and I really feel for his family and for people like you that are his friend. Um, uh, I guess the part where I'm really disappointed is the lack of awareness. I mean, he has to understand that he's a public figure, and, I mean, I get that he's having conversations with friends, you know, with a friend of his, uh, but you can't have those kind of backyard barbecue or uh, barroom type of conversations via email. You, you, have, you have to be smarter than that. I mean, uh, you know, after all, all that came out with those emails, man, I, I looked at it as a golden opportunity to tell my kid on the way to school, hey, be careful what you say around people. And if you're going to text message between your friends, you better think about what you're saying on those messages before you hit send because it can come back to yeah. bite you. Nobody's immune to it. Um, Another part that I'm kind of upset about is I'm, I'm a little bit upset with the NFL. The NFL, you know, is conducting an investigation against the uh, Washington football team, and I kind of see them a bit hypocritical in this, yeah. uh, especially going back to the CTE and the concussion stuff that they tried sweeping under the rug, and now they get these emails, and it, make no mistake about it, they leaked them. And it, it looks like they, they, they use that as, mm -hmm. as an opportunity to really uh, – crap on a franchise that has been at odds with the NFL dating back to Pete Rozelle. Not defending John Gruden at all, but I do look at the NFL in a hypocritical, hypocritical mm -hmm. type of stance here in defense of the organization. Yeah, you're not alone. You're not alone with that opinion. There's a lot of people. I just don't want to debate that intensely because that's going to be a long topic that we're going to be able to talk about when we get more information, when we have more and more information on why those emails were leaked, but it didn't matter. The emails were going to come out eventually. They were going to come out. They probably weren't going to come out in the timeline that Raider fans would have expected. Remember, if they came out two years or three years ago before Coach Gruden had an opportunity to be hired here, Mark Davis would have never hired him. Mark Davis would have found out about those emails, and you know it's all about this crazy timeline with the Washington football team. The NFL is really powerful. They're more powerful than most police agencies in this country, other than the New York Police Department, Los Angeles. Because if they have an issue like Deshaun Watson in Houston, they have more money and resources than the Houston Police Department, fact, to go out and investigate it. Right? They, they got more information than the Houston Police Department because they have the power. And the NFL investigated this, and the NFL did it on their timeline, and for those who are saying, well, why did it come out now? doesn't matter. It was coming out. The NFL had the emails depending on when they wanted to do it. Did they do the Raiders dirty on this and Coach Gruden? I don't think they did Coach Gruden dirty. His emails got him in trouble. How they handled it with the Raiders is something that we'll talk about when that information becomes public down the road, which isn't available today. 702-365-9200. Raider Fish is out in Berkeley. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. JT, thank you. 
for having me. Yep. Uh, usually I'm much more energetic, uh, but this is this. I'm devastated. This is this, I'm shell shocked. You know, JT, there's been four Raider incidents that has affected me to where I have to calm down and still live my life because the Raiders are a huge part of my life. Three of these incidents involved Gruden. The first one was the move to L.A., devastated. Then the tuck rule, which I had to be escorted out of Ricky's, by the way. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, the, 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 the Gruden trade, where our, our future, I felt, was in jeopardy. And now this. It's the same thing. Where our, our immediate future, you know, we'll see. But I just wanted to comment that us as Raider fans, we were ready deservingly so, to put Gruden on Mount Raider Moore. With one more Super Bowl win, JT, I felt Gruden uh, would have been enshrined in the Hall of Fame, and he definitely would have had his face etched next to Flores, Madden, and Al Davis on on my uh, fictional Raider, Mm -hmm. Mount Raider Moore. And I just think it's tragic that the, the lack of knowledge of hitting the delete button and we have a great legacy tarnished. And Mark Davis's future, excuse me, his, his, his vision with Gruden is all predicated on, on where we are. The, Gruden built this thing up to where, it's, where it is now, and here we are. And I, you know what? I'm going to get off the phone because I'm just shocked and yeah. angry right now. Thank you, J.C. Yeah, a lot of people are shocked and angry. Coach Gruden and a lot of fans who we let down who are gravely disappointed today, including myself. I'm a fan and a friend, and I've been really let down by those emails because we weren't aware of that. And you know, he doesn't want to be a distraction to the Raiders. He became a distraction. And one of the things I said all the time when he got hired and came back, just from someone I think I study the Hall of Fame, you know what I've done and tried to do for Cliff Branch, Tom Flores. I emceed Snake Stabler and Tom Flores' induction, right, parties and all that, and I had a vision of Coach Gruden winning one more Super Bowl. Might have been year seven. Might have been year eight. Could have been year five. I don't know. I didn't expect Coach Gruden. He tore the roster down to build it up again. It wasn't going to take three, four years. And, you know, but we got to treat every game like it's a Super Bowl. But I envision someday being in Canton, Ohio with Coach Gruden, drinking a bunch of ice-cold buckets of beers, as the next day he was going to get into the Hall of Fame because he won two Super Bowls. That vision is gone. And it's going to take me a while. I talk to my dad today deeply. Talk to my dad every day. My 82-year-old dad had a big conversation about life today and how life is disappointing. Life is disappointing, okay? But you've got to have your big moments be bright. All the great moments in your life have to be magnified. Your kids getting married, graduating from college and high school, the birth of kids, all that's got to be really built up because there's a lot of moments that are downers. And this is one. Is a really big downer for me who know this man and his wife and his family a little bit. I don't know him well, but I know him a bit, the family, and I can't imagine what they're going through today around the kitchen table. I expected Coach Gruden to be a kingpin in Vegas for decades to come, right? That's over. That's over abruptly. And he put himself in that situation, unfortunately, and I know he's man enough to handle it, own it, and hopefully address this even more and more down the road. Uh, Samir in Albuquerque, you're up next. Thanks for calling the flagship. What do you got? Thanks, JT. I'll try to be quick for other callers. I just want to say a personal thought on the Gruden thing and then kind of a call-out request to our fan base. 
Um, for Gruden, I'll be the first one to admit for myself, I have absolutely at some point in my life many times probably said something inappropriate, right? We're all, we're all human, and if someone says they've never said anything, they're full of it. But for everything that came out yesterday, it's, it's overwhelming. And for me personally, as a, as a guy who has a gay mom who's a Raider fan, a really good black friend who's a Raider fan, and a girlfriend with a daughter, it's just too much and he had to go. Mm-hmm. Nothing personal. It's just there's no way. I don't want to hear cancel culture or anything. He had to go. Now, for our fan base and our family, because Raider fans are more unique than any other fan base ever, and it's the truth, and everyone listening who's a Raider fan knows that, I have a call out to our fan base. If you're watching national media and everything else, our team is getting crapped on more so than ever usual. You got people questioning Mark Davis's motives, everything else. And I live in an area where the Broncos are on TV this week, so I was going to stay home because I live in Denver country. But mm-hmm. I'm going to put my jersey on. I'm going to rep my team. This team is not the crap team they say that we are. This team brought you Amy Trask, Art Shell, Tom Flores, Al Davis's legacy. So my ask of Raider fans, we're wounded. Put your jerseys on, represent your team, be proud of the family that we have. That's a great phone call. Appreciate that. Hopefully that uh, that gets everybody going into the Denver game. We'll have Steph McKenzie on to lighten it up, Bobby, uh, tomorrow because she despises Denver and had tough experiences in that stadium. So be careful wearing your Raider jersey because Denver fans are going to be emboldened more than ever. But, you know, again, we'll get through this. I think everybody will get through this. We'll concentrate on Rich Passaccia as the new head coach and how the Raiders can get it going. You know, fortunately, the Raiders have started off 3-0. and If the Raiders were 2-3 and here or 1-4 and and this happened, because it would have happened, the NFL had these emails, it was coming, that it could have really derailed the Raiders. I, I hope that it doesn't derail them. I don't know how the locker room is going to be is going to handle this. I'm assuming. I know Max Crosby. I know Derek over the years. I don't know Josh Jacobs well. But if I'm Josh Jacobs, because he had a great relationship with Coach Gruden, great. Right? So if I'm Josh Jacobs, I go, I want the football. Get me the football. I got this. And everybody else who was drafted under Mayock and Gruden together, I know we've been critical of that partnership. I wish Mike Mayock now the ability to do what he needs to do in this new culture and environment for him. And everybody just come together. You know, today's not a day to look at glasses half full, which I like to do in real life, but I normally don't on the radio. But it's coming. It's coming quick. We got a job to do this week. We got to preview the Broncos. And that that team's got to get out on the field and practice. And they got to start quick. And they got to do some things that they haven't been doing. And, And they're accountable just like Coach Gruden was accountable in his resignation, accountable. Now the players got to let this go. It's going to be motivation to them, and hopefully they strive to be a better team. I'm hoping that's the case. I do not have the answer to that. Uh, Mr. Black in Honolulu checking in on Raider Nation Radio. What do you got? Aloha, Aloha JT. Um, yeah, Coach Gruden, uh, one of the things I really enjoyed about him is his compassion, his emotions. You know how fired up he'd be. He'd mm-hmm. run along the stands and greet all the uh, 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 Raider Nation. And, uh, you know, he just very emotional guy, had his emotions on his sleeve. It's really a shame that, that he would actually write this stuff down and send it. That that was such a big mistake in, in today's society. Mm-hmm. So now with our I, – I really like our coaching staff we have now. 
And uh, what I'm questioning is, uh, will the interim coach be mm-hmm. the coach for the rest of the season, or are they going to bring try to bring in another head coach? No, I would think that. I would think, and I appreciate the call. Thank you from Honolulu. Aloha. Be nice to be sitting there on the beach today. <laughs> uh, Rich Pisacci is the interim head coach. I would assume he'd have that job to the end of the year and hopefully have an opportunity to earn an extension because the team makes the playoffs. It's a big moment for Coach Pisacci, a highly respected coach in this league, special teams coach who I think has his voice in that organization at a very high level. I'm hoping to interview him Thursday for television. If it happens this week, it's a tough week for him. Very tough week for him. His relationship with Coach Gruden and the, all the stops they've coached together before. But we'll get an opportunity to talk to him on the radio and what he needs to do to turn this season and get the season back on track. You know, people are saying Eric Bieniemy. People are saying who's going to be the next coach down the road. It, we got plenty of time for that. Plenty of I've lived through this before, but at a much different level. I asked my son last night, you know, my son last night when the story broke, he came in from ASU, he's a freshman for the Raider game. I guess they had a Columbus Day holiday off or something. So he had a he had an extra day back here. And I said to him, I said, Jason, do me a favor. Find out how many coaches that I've worked for since I got hired from the Raiders. And the list includes, I got hired the same day as John Gruden, 1998. Gruden, Bill Callahan, Norv Turner, Art Shell, Lane Kiffin, Tom Cable, Hugh Jackson, Dennis Allen, Tony Sperano, Jack Del Rio, John Gruden, Rich Basaccia. I got this. I, I, I got that. Okay, I, can, I know what I need to do on the radio to get Raider fans emotionally challenged and into what we have to do here. We, everybody has to get going here. We got a job. I got a job to do. I, I, I didn't want to do my job under these circumstances. This is what happened. I was deeply offended last night when someone in my life said to me, do you want to do the show tonight? And I, I paused and I said, how dare you? Of course, this is what I do for a living. I was on the air the night of 9-11. When my fraternity brother got killed on the top of Cantor Fitzgerald, I did a radio show that night. This is fine. I got this. It's really heartbreaking for me to have to be on the radio as John Gruden resigns. No one ever imagined that. Don't have sympathy for me. That's nothing to do with me. I don't condone anything Coach Gruden did in those emails. It's a very simple radio show for me. He's out, and it's crushing. It's a crushing blow to all of his friends and everybody else, but... He put himself in this situation. We're going to handle it as pros, and we're going to move on. And we're going to treat the next coach with the same respect we had for all those other coaches I mentioned and try to get this thing going and try to get the season going to be super productive the way it looked just two short weeks ago. Let's continue on. Antonio in Modesto on Raider Nation Radio. Hey, JT, you always speak about uh, 98 when he came here. <clears throat> You know, it's, 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 um, it's sad. Uh, honestly, you know, I don't condone it. I mean, I've talked around guys in, in locker room talk and, you know, guys work, I work in the fabrication department and, you know, we cuss and we spit and uh, yeah, I don't condone it, but you know, it just as a lifelong Raider fan going to the glory days, I would have loved to see Chucky get this done, man. I mean, mm-hmm. all these Facebook characters and Facebook groups, man, they're, they're not as big as the Raiders. This, this is a, this is a silver and black. This is going back to 1960, man. They will get through this, uh, but again, just as a Raider fan, um, you know, John Gruden will be fine, but um, 
I really wanted to see him get a chip, man. I wanted to see him get yeah. a Lombardi and have a cigar, like you said, JT. I mean, I, I, I've seen him in Pleasanton back in the day. He was nice. He smiled. You know, he thumbs up. And then when he used to come out, Hell's Bells used to play at the Oakdale Alameda County Coliseum. Uh, so I wish him the best. I mean, everybody can take their political stance, call mm-hmm. it racial, whatever you want to call it, man. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rest my hat and um, pour a drink for Chucky tonight, man, and um, and wish he would get a ring. I hope we could turn around, Courtney uh, Sutherland and KJ Handler. Those guys are gonna be worth to deal with this Sunday, man. And I'm, I'll get hyped for the game, man. But uh, uh, hats off to Chucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't have nothing. I hope he gets it turned around and lands on. I'm sure he'll land on his feet. He's a grown man, but again. I would have loved to see him get it done, man. And thanks for giving me this opportunity yep. to say that. Appreciate the JT, call. Appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate it. I would have loved to have seen him get it done, too. And I had a vision of that, and that's something I really wanted. And I hope the same now for Coach Passaccia or whoever it is. A Super Bowl is for the Raider fans, Mark Davis, the organization, the staff, the staff who uh, Mark Davis addressed earlier today, and the staff that's been through a lot, and a lot of great people behind the scenes who are like family to me from the football side of the operation to the sales staff and the people in the business side who have been through a, a lot. It's been very emotional here this year. A lot of things have gone down this year, and this team is still getting comfortable in Vegas during the relocation. So there's a lot happening here. And John Gruden treated just, I don't want to say millions, because he did reach millions of people on television. He did, millions. But hundreds of thousands of people interacted with him. His entire life. I mean, think about that. As a head coach, ESPN, everything, where he's bumped into people, airports, restaurants, bars, and treated everyone perfectly. That's why this is so tough to handle. For the people like me who know him and know that side and never knew of the side of the emails and are finding that out over the last couple of days, we're all just really deeply disappointed. And that's what everybody's fighting through right now, and it's unfortunate. But uh, we'll be better for this, and we'll move on, and we'll handle it. Check out the new 5-Iron Golf at Area 15. I will be there this weekend. A free club fitting with the Fitting Lab state-of-the-art custom golf club fitting. The service is incredible. Tell them JT sent you for anything when you walk in. Walk in, find the manager, the bartender, say, JT sent me here inside Area 15 at 5-Iron Golf, and you'll get a deal. On anything you're doing there, you'll get a break because they're a proud partner of our show. Yeah, I would say that's right. I mean, the NFL over the over the past several years has been much more diverse, much more inclusive, and made a point of that, uh, and been just very outwardly open arms uh, publicly. That's the way the NFL has been the last couple of years. It is, uh, it has been intentional. It has been noteworthy, uh, and this is against that. I mean, everything that John Gruden stood for in those emails, that private emails he sent while he was at ESPN, but clearly represents who he is. Uh, Gruden was was you know, completely opposite of everything the NFL has tried to stand for. And how about this? The Las Vegas Raiders have the first openly gay player, Carl Nassib, to play in a regular season game. How would John Gruden, after sending that homophobic email with players knowing that that's what he really thinks, how would he stand up in the middle of the room and lead this group of men with several people in that locker room knowing that privately he makes fun of them or is against them? It just... It could not work, and that partially explains why John Gruden resigned to owner Mark Davis and then to his staff late last night. 
That is Ian Rappaport from NFL Network. I never thought I'd play a soundbite like that, but I have to. You have to bring balance and clarity and transparency to the show today. Uh, That is exactly, that soundbite is exactly why John Gruden's out of the NFL, which is very unfortunate because Ian Rappaport didn't think that two weeks ago. Nor did Mark Davis, nor nor did other people, including myself. But uh, it's alarming what happened here and the change of events and what's happening now. And the Raider Nation is reacting to it today as we're brought to you by Modelo, proud sponsor of the Raiders. Modelo's got a bunch of new activations out at the stadium. When I came in through the media lot, you saw this Modelo camper that they had there right up against the stadium. Everywhere I walk around Allegiant Stadium, everybody's got a Modelo in their hand. This Modelo taps everywhere. The Modelo, the next time you're watching a Raider game, make sure you have a Modelo Especial within reach. We're taking your phone calls at 702 765-9200. 365-9200. Quickly, the Astros up 5-1 on the White Sox. Bottom of the fifth. If they win, they play the Red Sox. Wow. The Red Sox who beat my Yankees. And Red Sox easily put Tampa Bay away. Three games to one. Pretty easy, as far as I looked. And then, how about the San Francisco Giants last night? one nothing. The weather was crazy last night here in Vegas. Windy, cold. And in L.A., you saw that weather kick up there. What a win for the Giants against their rivals. Here's a swing and a high drive in the left center field. Way back there. Still going. On its way. Adios. Pelota. Evan Longoria in a massive slump. Massive. One of the worst slumps of his career. He gets a home run. They win one nothing. That Dodger lineup couldn't get a run. Not one run. Imagine what it was like going back to the car. It's cold, it's windy, it's kind of an ugly night in L.A. like Vegas last night. You you don't see a run, and you're a Dodger fan, and then you go to your car and sit in traffic for two hours to get home, and you don't even see a run? Ooh, that was a rough, bad beat for them. Let's keep it going. A Nash in Houston on Raider Nation Radio. Go ahead. Hey, JT. Hey, I appreciate the update, too. I'm, I'd rather listen to Raiders, but I appreciate the update on the Astro game, but... Uh, Hey, you know, Gus Bradley, a lot of times when he's talking at press conferences, he talks about, you know, a player being a pro. And it's a very high compliment. And that's what, what you're doing today, JT. You're a pro at this. And it is amazing how fast 24 hours change things. I was going to try to call you yesterday because uh, I love what you were saying yesterday, pre-Gruden. And uh, I was going to nominate you for our new offensive coordinator because I love what you were talking about there uh, with some of the play calling and variances and things like that. But I think it's going to be really interesting because it, all of a sudden now uh, Derek Carr is truly the face of the Raiders, mm-hmm. and it is his team. And it's going to be really interesting to see, uh, you know, what he does. Whether he can elevate them, elevate his play with a little bit more uh, flexibility at the line of scrimmage, potentially. You know how, how it's going to how it's going to impact the team and how it's going to impact his future. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to watch. And then also uh, Mike Mayock. To see mm-hmm. how he responds, because now again he's gonna he's got a lot more power within the organization, and uh, just you know what the organization looks for or looks like, you know, going forward. So it's gonna be really exciting uh, to see that. The one thing that I was really interested too is maybe get your take. I I rewatched Gruden's press conference on Monday on Raiders.com, mm-hmm. and yeah. to me it, it almost looked as if I don't know either. He thought he, he was going to make it through it, but it was just for, for just again, just kind of being professional about it. But it was just you wouldn't even know, you know, uh, what was going on swirling around him with the way that 
he uh, you know he had that call. So I just thought that was really interesting to rewatch it, and just even how he talks about the players, and even Alex uh, Leatherwood, and almost just a love for that guy, with, yeah. you know, his personality, his desire. So. Really appreciate Let me just Thanks, man. Your phone's breaking up. Let me jump in. Appreciate the con words. Look, this is this is one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in my life. From Friday, Thursday, I host. Excuse me, Thursday, I did the Gruden interview in the building. Nothing. Me and him sitting down, kind conversation about previewing the Bears. We say goodbye. It's the last I've seen him. Then I went to Friday. They called me in and asked me to uh, host the Silver and Black show, which I'm doing again this week. Aaron Coscarelli's out here. And so I'm going to do that. But Friday, after I hosted the Silver and Black show with Lincoln, I went to the Simon Keith Foundation event where I had a chance to emcee that event. And my phone was blowing up the whole time. I'm talking 75 texts on the Demora Smith comments and what was happening. I went back home to my wife Friday night. We talked about it. And then yesterday at Doghouse for Monday Night Football, phone blowing up. So from Thursday sitting down with Coach Gruden to the Bears game to the fight, I went to the Tyson Fury fight. The emotions coming out of that place was wild. Then I'm sitting on the podium with Fred Bolitnikoff and Eric Allen in front of thousands of people. It's on the scoreboard. Knowing that Coach Gruden had some issues going now. Now something's up on Sunday. Chris Angel drops from the roof. Ludacris, Neil Sean doing that to Monday. And what's today, Tuesday? It feels like it's Friday. I mean, this is wild what's happened here. But it's life, it's media, it's sports, and it's very unfortunate. And a lot of Raider fans are going through a really difficult time now, and I'm aware of that. And we're here to do our job and get you through this difficult time. 702-365-9200. Uh, Daniel's in Atwater, California. Thanks for waiting. Hey, JT, thanks. Hey, uh, JT, just like just like all the uh, Raider fans today, I, I, I'm man, I'm sick to my stomach. You know, I really love John Gruden. I mean, that dude could motivate me to run through a wall. Um, but with that all being said, I think we need to put that behind us now. Let's move forward as a team. There's plenty of qualified people uh, on the staff that could lead this team so that we don't skip a beat. It's pretty obvious that the last couple games things weren't really cool, but maybe that's because of everything going on. I mean, who knows? But with that being said, I, I want to send out a big plea to Mr. Mark Davis. Mr. Mark Davis, please, man, please put us together uh, uh, a coach, an organization that, that the Raider Nation can really be proud of because, man, we've been taking shots to the gut for the last few years, and it just – I think as, as a fan, as Raider Nation, I speak for all the Raider Nation, we just want to be number one. We want to win, baby, not just on the field but as an organization. Yeah, Mark knows that. Yeah, Mark knows that. I mean, come on. Mark Davis knows that. Appreciate it. He wants to win more than anybody. He's trying. They're in the middle. They're still in a relocation. They built a new stadium, a brand-new facility. They're doing business with everybody in town. They're doing business with international casinos. They're doing everything they can to make this experience great. They are. I mean, I don't know anybody who doesn't get that. All they're doing in from Henderson to Allegiant Stadium is to try to make this a global, better experience than what the Raiders have had. And they've ran into some headwind. There's been a lot of turnover this year. There's a lot of people out of the organization, now including John Gruden. And they're aware of this. There's people there picking up the phones right now, working the phones, trying to get you to download the Clear app, trying to get you tickets and your parking set up and doing whatever they can do at 1-800-RAIDERS to make the experience better for you. 
and Mark Davis is the leader of that charge there. But it's been tough. It's tough. It's a tough job to be the owner of the Raiders right now. It is tough. And he is right out there interacting with fans and everybody else. He sat down with Andrea Joyce for Real Sports. He's out there with the stadium. He's walking in with fans, talking to them. And unfortunately, he's dealing with a storyline here that no one could be made aware of. No one was made aware of until a couple of days ago. And it's tough to navigate these waters. Ruben in Vegas, you're up next on 920. Thank you for taking the call. It's just a gut punch, you know, today. But uh, I wanted to ask you two questions real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Has anybody, like, from the email that John Gruden has sent, is there anything coming out of what was Bruce Allen's response to those emails? Like, has there anything like, no. like what's uh, anything yeah. with that? That's an internal, uh, that's a really fair, let me stop. That's a really important investigation for weeks and months to come that the emails that John Gruden either wrote to Bruce Allen or responded to, who else are on those emails? How many other coaches or friends of friends are there? And that has to be transparent coming up. If John Gruden, who deservedly, deservedly lost his job for what he said on those emails, if anybody else is on those emails saying things similar to that, the league has to make all of us aware of that. We have the right to know because it took down John Gruden, deservedly so. Yes, unfortunate. And then my last question, JT, I know you talked, you know, that you know John Gruden personally, on a personal level. Have you yourself uh, either text, talk, whatever, communicated since his resignation? No, I haven't communicated with since the news broke. I will be. I'll be I will be this week, obviously. We're friends, and I'm thinking of him now, and I know – He's going through a difficult time, and his family means everything. So I'll be in touch with him. I was just with him on Thursday and then at the game on Sunday, and this all came up here pretty quick. So I'll be in touch with him, and we'll keep that private. My conversation with him will remain private. It's not for the radio show. 702-365-9200. Phones keep coming in. We'll keep knocking them down. Uh, Jeremy in Santa Rosa, you're on Raider Nation Radio. Hey, what's going on, JT? I'm a first-time caller here. Uh, I just wanted to to try to ask your opinion about a question I've been asking myself since before this season started. What struck me really odd is how did we lose our team president two weeks before the season started? And I've been worried since that day that something's going on. Because if anybody knows this team like I do, we know that Mark Bedane was around this team for 30 years. He was around every part instrumental in the move to Vegas and it's just a coincidence that this Redskin stuff comes out in the first week of July mm-hmm. Mark Bedane resigns July 19th out of nowhere right before yeah. training camp right before we see and have fans in the stadium he's the guy that built the stadium wouldn't he want to see fans in that stadium I've been asking that question since that day and worried sick since that day mm-hmm. that something's going on and I hope that we don't find out that this stuff was available then and it's just coming out now and that there was a squabble because we all know how much Mark Davis loves John Gruden and we all know that he wants Gruden back and if he chose Gruden and over this situation and the rest of the team executives say, hey, we know what's coming down the line and we're not going to get involved in this, yeah. um, 
I can't see I can't see or hear any information about yeah, that. Yeah, there's I no information. I, I've been very transparent with that. I appreciate the call. Mark Bedane's another great friend, not good friend, great friend of mine. And uh, obviously that hit me really hard, too. And that's an internal matter with the Raiders. And when the Raiders or the NFL or whatever happens and Mark Bedane speaks on that issue in detail on why he resigned, that'll be a matter that we'll cover on that time. But it's a private matter between an owner and a team executive that's happening there. And I am not privy to anything there on that. And again, yeah, I've always... My personal feeling yeah. is, is just that, is that that resignation to me hit a lot of the same way as this yeah. one. I just don't have any information about it. Yeah, neither and do so, I. No, I got to run. I appreciate the call. Neither do I. And neither does Paul Gutierrez and Vic Tafer and the beat writers, Vinny Bonsignor, and everybody who's looking at that story and if there's more to that down the road. Uh, that's a comment from Mark Bedane uh, when he gets a chance to talk about that on, on the record, when he chooses to do that and why he resigned. Uh, Mark Bedane had a lot to do with the success of the Raiders and the stadium and, and what's happened here in town. And that's a fair question. That's a fair question. That's an internal matter. And again, if, if there's an internal matter that I'm able to speak on, I do every time. If there's an internal matter that I'm not involved with, with Mark Bedane, now Dan Ventrelli, the owner, you're not going to hear it on this channel because I'm not privy to it and I have nothing to add to that. But I understand your phone call and I appreciate you calling in and sounds like you're trying to connect dots I don't think there are dots to connect on that, but if they are, we'll find out about it and we'll be transparent about it when we do. 702-365-9200, Hall of Famer and Raiders icon Charles Woodson has WoodsonWhiskey.com. Find it at a store that carries it. If it wasn't your game day whiskey already, it is now. Woodson Bourbon Whiskey. Engel checks in as the lead blocker. Give to Jacobs. Bolts up over the top. They're, They're signaling touchdown. They're signaling touchdown. The Bears came out with a football. Jackson stole Eddie the ball. Jackson came in. They're signaling that Jacobs broke the plane on this. Bobby's making me feel good with a little Rush on the way out. The Ohio State Marching Band did a tribute to Rush. Did you see that? That was incredible. Hey, you know what else is incredible? Wahoo's Fish Taco. All their locations here. It's incredible, and they are ready for you. VGK game tonight. Pass the puck is back. Your chance to win free play. 85000 in free play at Wahoo's Fish Taco. They claim they're going to name the Brick Burrito. I need my burrito, man. I love burritos at Wahoo's. Thanks to Wahoo's, proud partner of the show. Uh, a show that, unfortunately, I'll never forget today as John Gruden is out as the head coach of the Silver and Black. Rich Basada comes now, and we all get behind him. All of us starting tomorrow, and still we'll take your calls on Coach Gruden and all that. This is not a one-day topic, but we go like an army behind Basaccia and help him. Help him make that a home field advantage. Help them on the road and get going because he needs the help, and we're going to get him there. Let's go with Eddie in Connecticut. Go ahead, Eddie. Hey, JT. How you doing today, man? Okay. I'm doing all right, Eddie. What's happening? Yeah, a rough day. Hey, I'm from Connecticut. I'm 40 years old. been a Raider fan my whole life. i got a couple questions for you. 
Um, I love John Grisma, uh, John Gruen's charisma, his, you know, his tenacity is he's a fiery guy. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of his complex playbook and his vanilla calls sometimes, but do you honestly, in your professional opinion, think he's a good coach? I mean, he's got what, yeah. somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 20 wins over losses throughout his career. I mean, what, what do you think about yeah, that? I, I think mean, he's, I, a, I think he's, a, yeah, no, I'll, I'll answer that. I appreciate the call. I think he's a great coach. He's won a Super Bowl. That is a, tiny, tiny fraternity of men who have done that. He won one of the greatest Super Bowls you could ever win, unfortunately, against the Raiders because he did two things that Tony Dungy could never do, never do as a coach. One was to win in sub-40-degree weather and close down Philadelphia's vet, the toughest place to play at that time in front of those lunatic fans. And then he had the perfect game plan to beat Rich Gannon and to win that Super Bowl because he played scout team quarterback. So Gruden was a great coach. You win and lose. Look at Belichick now. He's losing without Brady. Coach Gruden hasn't won the amount of games that he should have won with the Raiders, but I think highly of him as a coach. We've been critical about his play calling. That will never change in regards to what I think about him with the coach. He's a Super Bowl champion. He had a great legacy going, and this is a hard reality hit to everything in his life, what went down these last few days. Justin in North, Northern California. Go ahead, Justin. What does this do to Derek Carr's? Um, what does this do to his confidence? We see him in the past four years grow as a quarterback under John Gruden, and to go now to his fourth head coach in eight years. What does this do for his confidence? And what can we look forward for Derek Carr? Yeah, on? I hope to have Derek on. Derek doesn't do radio with me anymore much, which is fine. If that's whatever the choice is, I haven't talked to Derek in a long time on that, and. I, I continue to praise Derek Carr and his leadership and what he can do and what he's done in the past and what he needs to do going forward as a sports talk host. And Derek's going to speak on this a bunch. And I, I'm sure – I don't know what this is going to do for Derek. It could either release him and make it better because there will be less pressure with Coach Gruden on him, or it could be you know, his guy in his ear who helped him look over those defenses and make the best call he could possibly. I don't know. Nobody knows, including Derek. Including Derek. And he'll figure it out. And hopefully he plays at a high level. Thanks to Bobby for running the show. All of our partners who are here. And Q's coming up next. He's got a big show. Vinny, who handles a lot of Raiders breaking news with Lincoln Kennedy. Uh, they have a big show coming up. There's a lot happening here. And we'll continue to do that. But we'll get into the Broncos and the game plan. Big game coming up. AFC West showdown at Mile High. And we're grinding that out the rest of the week right here on Raider Nation Radio. Thanks for being here today, everybody. Really appreciate your interaction.